Yo, 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 man. It's your boy Jay Bandit here with another Epi exclusive Venice Beach, California interview, man. Today I got my man American Cholo, the man behind it. He's got an event going on, handball tournament going on over here in Venice Beach, and we just met today. We're just going to get a little interview in with him today. What's up, brothers? Let's do it, bud. We're having a good time. Uh, the energy in Venice is always great, man. I uh, met you, and when I have the interview, I'm down, man. So right here we're walking up on the what the mural is going to be, American Cholo. Over there we got the, the handball tournament going on. We also got some stuff, activities for the kids. And it's an all-around, you know, it's an event for us to come together as as brown men and women and show that we can come together and have a good time without any drama and you know and and actually show some unity in our community that's that's what this is really about man it's 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 pretty awesome the story you got going on man as far as pushing the community and building the community up man so tell me a little bit more of what american cholo is as far as more in depth yeah, of what sure. you guys got going on for sure so just the name alone will kind of will kind of tell you everything american cholo i in the 90s was a gangbanger out of North Hollywood, California. I did about six years in the California Youth Authority. Um, and then after coming in and out, in 99, I paroled for the third time and I had to make a decision. Either I'm going to take care of my family or I'm going back to the hood. And I chose my family as the day I became a man. And so I, for the last 20-some years, I've, uh, I've been taking care of my family, uh, became a contractor, and have been living the American dream, per se. And that's where the name American Cholo came from because, you know, I'm from both worlds but i've never forgotten the cholo part because i still have friends that are in that lifestyle and i'm trying to i'm trying to be that mentor that i did not have when i was a kid so instead of you know when i was a kid guys my age would be pushing for you to sell drugs go to prison they made prison seem like it was a college course like it was a cool and, thing to do right? yeah like it was a cool thing to do and what i'm trying to do i'm trying to show them that we can actually step up and level up what's that oh i just got some thank you yeah, as far as being a mentor, that's very huge because I had, like, similar situations growing up where I had to find out things on my own or learn it from the streets, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes those guys didn't really have the best interests for, like, building or de de delivering us to be real men, you know? Right, and, and a lot of times it also comes with they also didn't know the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially back in those days. But in today's day and age, people know the, the outcome of that. And for a, for a man to sit there and still try to push their kids to do that, like, when sometimes people kind of disagree with me and say no man, i can't make peace with this gang can't make peace with that gang i tell them this are do you or would you push your son or daughter to become that gang member and, and go to prison no yes yeah. so that'll tell you that that war you're fighting is not a real war man that, that war is something that somebody's made of maybe 20 30 years ago and some are even 40 or 100 years ago fighting over a girl and now you're still sitting here fighting that war and killing one another man yeah and then i, I talked to an individual yesterday he had this kind of like similar story as far as like the culture of him growing up in la it's like almost like you you're a part of it because of the, the the heritage that comes yes. with the gangbanging because yes. it's been deeply rooted here in california especially la gang scene where your grandmother's been gang members you know your grand and you brought up the zoot suit right you know yeah. that's the whole reason why like the origination of the latino gangs because we were fighting back against people that were fighting against us you know exactly and what i'm trying to show by this handball tournament this is part of the culture yeah but we can live the culture enjoy the culture without uh, doing the negative part of the culture, which, you know, killing one another, going to prison, and then you're going to go to prison, and you're going to hang around with the same guys you were trying to kill in the streets, because now it's become a racial thing. So it, it's, it's just a, the, the whole thing of gangs is something that is so embedded in us that I tell people, 
it's going to take just about as much time to get out of it that it did take us in. So we've been here 50 years doing this. It's going to take us 50 years to get out. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie to myself. Anybody else say, oh, we can cure this right away. No, it's it's almost like a disease, but the culture isn't, but the gang aspect of it is. Because it's taking so many lives, whether it's drugs, whether it's prison. you got families without fathers in there. And, and unfortunately, a lot of these guys, like some of these guys that are here today, some of them got in prison for 29 years, 20 years, like big chunks of their lives. And, They'll be the first to tell you that it was it was all for nothing, you know. Yeah, it's good too for for someone like you with American Cholos to give somebody that direction, you know. Because it takes us to break the chain and realize Absolutely. that it takes us to realize that we we fucked up Absolutely. and we know it wasn't our fault, it wasn't our parents' fault either. It's just that we didn't have the structure. Nobody ever taught us the right way to become men or yes. women. You know what I'm saying? Like in life growing up. So as far as your YouTube and American Cholos, man, how's that? What like what do what do you do on your YouTube channel? Um, I would say I'm thought provoking. Uh, we do interviews is like with up-and-coming rap artists i also interview politicians but my my portion of it i'm very political and i'm trying to get my people to get uh, politically awakened like that's to, that's important to, to understand that you know stop voting by party vote policy you yeah know? and uh right now it's going very well people are listening i got young young men and women telling me hey gil i never thought about that before so i'm i'm making them think i'm trying to also break down the political like uh, situations and, and phrases that they can understand because a lot of times it's almost like you know reading Chinese to somebody who's never followed politics and also a lot of times bringing like hey it's like a gang doing this and people say why do you say that that way people can understand in their language in their it, knowledge yes yeah. in their language because it's not it's not that we're just you know dumb when it comes to politics we're not educated yeah but Politicians want that. Politicians don't want you to be educated. They want us to be dumbfounded. They want you to just keep voting the same way, and that's that's what they want. What I'm trying, especially like in California, we are the majority over here. Yeah. We can pretty much sway this ship any way we want. And put the people that we have in order. You exactly. Know but what you got in California right now, you've got a system that they say they love you, they take care of you. People in my community can't afford to live in their own community. You know, uh, drugs and homelessness is everywhere right now because what they're doing is. They're feeding the bears. They're giving drugs. They're giving crack pipes. They're they're giving housing. No, that's not gonna fix the problem. You gotta be have tough love and say no. I'm not giving you anything anymore until you get clean. If you want help, here's the help. Yeah. But to give and keep giving, it's gonna make it's gonna make it worse. And you can see it. California's California has pretty much thrown away. I think the last report was in three years, ten billion dollars. That's insane amount of money. Our tax money. Just and gone. that's our tax money. But people don't understand. Instead of wasting that money on 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 those. Corporate uh, nonprofits, which some are very good nonprofits, but the, a good chunk of those, the, the half of the money is going to their CEO, to their vice president, and all they're doing is they're 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 putting more fuel to the fire by giving free housing, by giving by giving uh, meth pipes. That's insane. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to hold people accountable and show them, listen, guys, if we got strong in politics, we can allocate that money towards kid programs, towards yeah. after-school programs, towards stuff that is going to make the future generations grow up to be much smarter, wiser, and make better decisions. Yeah, 100%, man. Because uh, like you said, you're getting the youth of the younger generation or people that in, in our culture to understand the, the proper system of voting or getting Absolutely. the right right person in, into, into power so they can actually represent the people as they should. And that's where, you said, we're the majority here. And just like back home, too, where I'm from, like in Chicago, we're a majority, too, what... But people just can't come together because they want us to fight it between browns and blacks, right. between us or our own heritage, our own families, between Democrats and Republicans. Because, you know, we got family members that break up because uh, they don't like uh, the Republican side or Democrat. And then the families argue about right. politics, which it, it's kind of crazy as hell that you're arguing about politics that has nothing to do with 
solely with our family. You know what I mean? Right, right. And that's what it is. Too many people can't have a conversation without getting offended. You, listen, we I can have, sit down with somebody and disagree completely with them politically. But after that conversation, debate, how you doing, bud? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a conversation, but that's what we need to do. We need to level up our way of thinking and understand that not everybody's going to think the same way we do, but also the, po the political parties... You can't pick one or another. I feel when somebody picks a political party, it's like picking a gang. And that gang can't do no wrong. To me, it's do not vote party, vote policy. So on your American Cholo YouTube, man, how's the impact of you starting your YouTube channel and the culture uh, in L.A., man, for I, everybody? I think it's going very well. I mean, you see the, the, the crowd out here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, being, it's, it's getting, it's getting the, the, the recognition I believe that it deserves because we're bringing... Uh, a lot of awareness to the community. You know, I have some young guy come up to me right now and say, Gil, man, he's like, I love what you do, man. You, you, you're bringing so much awareness. He's like, I'm trying. He's like, no, you're not trying. I'm here and I'm telling you, you are bringing it. That's why. And, and, and we had another guy that come here that's really political. He's like, you know, the Latino man is really speaking for us politically because most people, they're just going to speak Democrat, they're going to speak Republican. They stay in the middle and call them both out of their BS because they both, you know. Both sides got bills. Yeah, yeah, both, both of them. And that's the way we get ahead. Oh, of course. We, we, we start speaking to one another and start connecting to one another. Connect the pieces. Connect the pieces to the puzzle because there's a lot of stuff that we're going to agree on. We're going to agree on we want higher wages. We want affordable place to live. We want safe place to live. We want good schools. That's everybody. Yeah. I don't care what skin color you are. If you're a parent, that is what you want. If you're somebody who cares for the community, that is what you want. And we can. And that goes a, a beyond party line. And that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. That's good, man, to see you you're doing this in politicians I and mean, getting into pol pol political talks with the That's youth the and, and, and the community because it's real impactful. When we get like, well, we just had a, a, a election over there in my city of East Chicago. And uh, only, there's 60,000 people in the city, though, but only 4,000 people showed up that's to insane. vote. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, you know that's what I'm saying? Insane. And that's because the youth, the younger generation is not involved like they should be. They you know think what I'm it doesn't affect them. The car you drive. It all depends on politics, the tariffs, the taxes, your light bill, the shoes you wear, this camera you have, everything, these glasses we're wearing, everything has political, has some kind of political thing attached to them as far as prices, as far as where it comes from. Everything in this world, politics runs the world. Yeah, yeah. And you said it's good, to, too, for the, the brothers that come out of the Pinta, man, and giving home and, and seeing a brother that you walk their footsteps, you know what I'm saying? And you understand the, the life they lived, and, then, and now you're giving them more of that ray of hope, you know, because they see how you transition your life into the community and how you, you transformed all that negative what society said that you're always going to yeah, be, you know what I'm sure. saying? But you turned it around, and then you showed other individuals coming home that they could do the same. Absolutely. So how does that make you feel, man, to give them to be it, that kind of inspiring? It's to people? great. I see some of my homies that are here right now that they're both working for the union now. They started working with me. I uh, used to be the guy in the neighborhood that you would call for guns and drugs. Now I'm the guy in the neighborhood you call for a job. And that job would not only change that gentleman's life, it's going to change his family's life. Yeah. And I love seeing my homies win, man. That's what it's about. 100%. And when I say homies, they don't have to necessarily be from my hood, just my homies. All these brown brothers that are going through the same struggle that I was going through, I love seeing them win, man. And before we get out of here and let you go, I know you got a busy day, man. I want you to speak on awareness. I was like, uh, as far as like dealing with depression growing up, man, because I like to bring awareness of man's mental health a lot too on my podcast, and I just like to hear other people's perspective on how they really dealt with their lows, man, and, and getting past it. One of my biggest lows, I, I didn't really realize how much mental health was until my brother passed away. Uh, it's been it's been uh, eleven years now. Sorry. Uh, after my brother passed away, we did the funeral. I kept pushing, kept working, act like, you know, it is what it is. Uh, 
uh, you know, I come from the street, so it's like, you know, I try to be that tough guy. I woke up about 11 months later, rotten inside. Um, I started drinking heavily. I kind of let my company just go to the ground, and I just stopped caring about life in general. I really did. I was, I was at a very low point in my life at that time. And um, luckily, my wife is a very strong woman who stood by me and, um, and said, you know what? We don't need the company. We don't need this. We just need you. And it took it took a lot of speaking. I think that's one problem, especially in the in the Latino. I call it the Cali Mac community: Central American Latinos, Indigenous Mexican American Chicanos. That is the acronym that could bring us all together, right? Because when people say, "Oh, are you Latino or Chicano?" I'm a Cali Mac homie. And in the Cali Mac community, it's almost taboo to speak about mental health or I'm hurting. But I did, and it, and it truly helped me. So if anybody's going through any issues, you have to speak it to somebody. I don't care who it is, because what happens is if you don't speak, it just that negativity grows, 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 and you'll wake up like me one day, just rotten inside. And that was a horrible feeling. I, I wish that I nobody. And now I can speak about it and uh, and hopefully help somebody else out. Well, man, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you taking the time and talking to me, bro. For sure, brother. Hey, man, thank you. God bless. Yeah, man. one more time. Give me your handles where they can find everything oh, out for, for you, Oh, for sure, man. IG, The Real American Cholo. YouTube, American Cholo. Uh, TikTok, I guess, yeah, American <laughs> Cholo as well. But YouTube is our, is our main platform with uh, podcasts and conversations like this. Also, we got some sports talk. But a, a lot of what you just heard, Ryan, we talk about it on, a, on our platform, American Cholo YouTube. All right, appreciate it, man. I appreciate you taking the time, man. This is... Christian Coffee out on here on Venice Beach, California, enjoying this American Cholo handball tournament with the man that created it all, man. American right, Cholo, man. man. Tapping with him. Much love, man. It's your boy Jay Bender, and we're out. Dope, dope.